0: This week's podcast is brought to you by Lander, based in Montreal, Canada. Lander is the world's first intelligent drag-and-drop instant mastering service by Mixed Genius. So look, uh, just for being a listener to today's podcast, what we're going to do is give you a free trial. All you got to do is go to Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R.com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. You go there, you're going to get a free trial two free mp3s of your of your master you can't go wrong with it try to service out let me know what you think um and just to let you guys know there is a desktop app um that makes things move a whole lot smoother now so you can definitely go and try that out let me know what you think um, you can tweet me at straight out the den tweet lander let them know that straight out the den sent you so uh this week we have a subject that's um it's kind of been on my mind for quite some time to be honest with you um Uh, We kind of talked about email um, a while back and, and, you know, gave a few tips on how to uh, get those email addresses and whatnot. But um, I wanted to kind of go a little bit further and kind of dive into that topic a little deeper, but from another perspective. um, Recently, we we celebrated our third anniversary right at at the music room Um, and we had uh, a bunch of artists that came through and performed. And, you know, it just got me to thinking because there was one thing that I didn't see um, from all of the artists there. And, you know, if there was somebody there, I do apologize, but I just didn't see too many people. Number one, I didn't see that many people set up their merch tables. And I didn't see a lot of artists actually collecting email addresses. Right. And so that's really where we're at today. And I really want to talk on the subject why you should uh, get emails instead of selling merch initially, right? So I know when you hear that title and you're thinking like, why wouldn't I sell my merch? Um, you definitely want to sell merch. So I want to go ahead and, and knock that out out of the way early on. Um, I'm not telling you guys to stop selling your merch. What I am saying is that at the beginning stages of your career, what you should be doing is collecting emails before you try to push any of your merch, and I'm, I'm going to go over that reason and tell you why I think that you shouldn't uh, focus too much on selling um, your merch off, you know, um, initially, um, as opposed to collecting those emails. And one of the main reasons why you should um, do that is is because. It, You you have to have some type of connection with the fans, right, before you go trying to sell something. Um, I I know I've quoted this before, and I can't remember the guy's name where I heard it from, so I I do apologize to him. But it's one of those things where he said he was speaking on, why don't a lot of people, you can have a great product, but why is it that people are afraid um, to, to buy from you? And what he mentioned was that it was the fear of abandonment. Right. It's the fear that your your customers, your fans um, are going to buy something from you and then you're going to abandon them. You know, it's it's the same theory if you, you you know, you walk into a store and get something and, you know, that company doesn't really care about you. Right. Is that is that type of fear? And so with your consumer base, their main fear is that they're going to buy something from you and you're going to forget all about them. You're just going to collect that check, mail it to them, and then say like, hey, that's it, right? So that's my reasoning for um, collect emails first before you even attempt to sell any merch, right? And, and I don't care if you're hearing this and you're a year in the game and you've been selling your merch and you know, you, you, you've been doing okay. That's cool. I, I get it. But what I challenge you to do is, is just take a month, you know, um, a month break from selling your merch, unless your merch is just doing, you know, great. And, and which in that case, then yeah, by all means, please disregard. But if you're, you know, selling a couple of pieces here and there, then, you know, just take a, a complete break from selling that merch. You know what I mean? Like just take a month break and you know, you're, you're restructuring, you know now, of course, if you have your website set up, you know you can take orders online. But what I mean by taking a break is that you are actively out there trying to sell your merch. You are putting the face on and going out there and say, "Hey, buy my merch." I want you to just take a break from that for for just one month, and kind of follow these steps here and just try it out. Like I said, it's a trial run. It's it's a month, but but I, I'm almost willing to guarantee that you will see an increase in your sales if you just take the time out. To, to really gather those emails. So look, don't get me wrong, selling the merch is definitely the goal, but you know, you you gotta get those email addresses before you start selling, I'm gonna tell you why. So look, why collect emails first? Number one, like I said before, it's a direct connection to your fans, right? So if you have an email address, it, it's essentially just like a phone number nowadays, right? It's the new age phone number. If you, if you get someone's email address, they're literally giving you permission to email them to communicate with them, so um, you you don't want to forget that you don't want to take that for granted. That that is um, a key to their to their door. You know, think of it like that. They they're giving you one of their keys, a spare key um, to to their home. You know, uh, you you literally have a foot in the door, right? All you need now is that alarm code, and then you're good to go. But they're giving you a key, so they're giving you access. But hey, with that keeping that in mind, you have access, but don't it's It's like having a key but knowing the call before you come type situation right so look you know you wanna have that direct connection with those fans so that's that's number one that's the the number one reason why you wanna collect emails first uh number two. Is that it's going to build a solid rapport before you're selling, right? That that thing that we talked about a few moments ago, that fear of abandonment, that goes out the window once you have somebody's email address and, and you're sending them um, letters, you know, you're sending them newsletters once a week or, you know, you're sending them friendly reminders that, hey, I have a show coming up in this place. You know, if, you, if you're there, definitely, you know, try to come out or, you know, um, I'm going to be in Florida if you're if you're down in Florida if you have any friends down in Florida let them know about me I'm going to be there you know come and see me perform that type of thing so you're building a solid rapport before you're selling anything so that that kind of gets rid of that whole fear of abandonment thing you're literally taking the time out to get to know that person right and believe it or not But when you have someone's email address and and they can sense that you're really taking the time out to get to know them, quote unquote, and not selling them everything, um, it really builds that solid relationship. And they feel like, man, I can talk to this guy or this girl about anything. And it's not just about me buying something in order to have access to them. It's it's not like that, hey, you want access to me, let me get your email address, right? From that way we can have a conversation back and forth and and that really um, helps solidify the relationship. And and the the number three thing, the reason why you should collect emails first is because guess what? Once you establish that relationship and have that direct connection to those fans, you can sell at any time, forever. As long as their email address, they're checking your emails. So just think about it like that. Think about taking a month out of your out of your time of selling that merch to really um, get a solidified email list, email list, excuse me, you have a connection with those people forever. As long as that email address is active, you have a connection with them, and don't take that connection for granted, right? There are people that I've have an email address, my Yahoo account, that I still use to this day. I barely use it, but guess what? I still have it, and I've had that thing since the first time I knew about email, right? You know, back with Yahoo and doing the fantasy uh, football and all that stuff that I did on Yahoo. So you think about it like that, like how long I've had that email address. Anything that I subscribe to, they have a direct connection with me to this day. And we're talking about, that was high school for me. So you're you're looking at over, uh, I'm dating myself, but over, you know, 15 years ago. So... Just think about it like that. Like that is something that keeps going on and on and on, you know. So look, that that's the that's the first thing. Like, so why collect those emails first? Number one, it's a direct connection to your fans. It allows you number two to build a solid rapport before even attempting to sell anything. Get rid of that fear of abandonment. And number three, it makes a way that you can sell at any time. So um, now, of course, the the biggest question is, well, like, hey man, how do I collect emails, right? And so. There are a couple of ways that that I feel um you can easily collect those emails. Now, it's not gonna be an easy task, but if you if you follow this these instructions, you will have a a better chance at getting an email address from someone, right? So the number one way to collect an email address, in my personal opinion, if you are an artist. Which means if you're an artist, you should be doing live shows. If you're not doing live shows, rewind this thing, put, press pause on it. You're not ready for this stage of the game. You need to go back and listen to a couple other podcasts about the importance of your live show. All right. So you should be doing live shows if you call yourself an artist. That's point blank, period. Without your live show, you are not an artist. You are simply a songwriter that's recording in a studio. Until you get on that stage and perform, you are not an artist. Mark my words on that, right? So look, number one way to collect emails, you do it at your live show. It's easy, simple thing to do. There's two ways. You can either set up a table to where once they walk in the door, they have access to that table and they can get your email address. Or you can simply walk around the room at your live show and connect with people physically, talk to people and say like, hey man, let me get your email address. Now, the second method works great if you have a great live show and people actually um, enjoy what you're doing they connect it with you they feel a sense to want to talk to you getting their email address at that point is so easy to do if you you go up there for 10 minutes have a great show they're loving what you're doing they want to be a part of of your movement anyway it's so simple to get those email addresses at that point uh, the first option like i said setting up a table the the drawback to setting up a table is that you gotta get somebody to walk over to the table um to give you that email address, right? So there's a lot of um there's a lot of barriers to making that happen. Number one, you have to figure out is the table set up in the right place? Number two, um, is it, you know, do I have the right flow traffic to get to that table? It, is my table appealing? Do I have a sign? There there's so many factors that you have to worry about, but I say all that to say that you should be thinking about that thing and you should have a table set up if you're not gonna take the walk around after you perform method. Now, of course, having a table set up, that means that you're gonna have to have somebody there at that table at all times, which means you have to have some type of team in place. So if you're not at that stage right now where you have a solid team in place and you're really rolling solo, it's just you then I would suggest taking the second method or get in there extremely early so you can have that kind of meet and greet type thing or staying extremely late after your performance to have that meet and greet uh, type thing. I mean, either one of those really work. Um, I think is it's great for somebody that if you're a good performer, you can do the walk around method where you're actually talking and engaging with people and um, having a notepad ready or your phone or however you want to do it and just simply getting those email addresses and, you know, One easy way that that you can do this is if you're you're using the cell phone method, right? Everybody has cell phones. Everybody want to move quickly. What I suggest you do is um, in your Gmail account or whatever account that you're using, set up a draft, right? Um, an automatic email saying like, Hey, thank you for, um, joining my email list. Um, I do appreciate your time. Hey, this is just a quick reminder for me telling you what I'm going to do. So you need to let people know how you're going to contact them in that initial email. Tell them either that you're going to contact them once a week. Um, I'm going to, you know, send you different merch ideas every now and then. You need to just set those expectations early on. Right. Um, recently I started, um, getting my email address and stuff, um, back my email list back in order a little bit better. I wanted to, um, start a new, um, sense of purpose with my email address. So what I did was I gave an incentive. I said like, Hey, if you sign up to my email, I'm letting you know what I'm doing. I'm only going to send you two emails a week. And this is actually a promo for you guys as well. If you're, you're thinking about doing this, if you need some guidance, um, if you want to, uh, get more insight, I'm putting a newsletter together, and, and you're going to get two emails. The first email will be on either Sunday or Monday, um, and that's going to be the newsletter. That's going to be simply some tips that's going on throughout the uh, the week that I found that I, that I feel will be helpful for you. And the second email that you're going to get is on a Wednesday. That that is going to be the email for the podcast for that week. Right. So that's it. You sign up to my, um, straight out the den list. You're going to get two emails that, that newsletter is just going to be the first one on Sunday or Monday, preferably Monday. I like to get your week started off with something solid. And the next email is going to be on Wednesday. That's going to be the podcast email. So it's just a reminder to tell you, Hey, Hey, we dropped a podcast today. Check it out. Um, and if you enjoy it, Hey, subscribe on iTunes. That's, you know, very simple. What, what it's going to be. Nothing. Um, you know too elaborate. I know people don't like to sit through and read, you know, pages and paragraphs of emails. Don't do it, keep it simple. Um, and depending on the frequency of how long you're, you're, um, you're send, how often you're sending out those emails, you may want to shorten it up some more. So, if you're sending out e- emails weekly, like I am, it's not going to be that long, it's going to be pretty straightforward. If you're somebody that's sending out emails daily, then you may want to keep it even shorter than that. Um, if you're emailing, once a month or maybe once or twice a month, then you can, you know, it can be a little bit lengthy because they're not receiving that many emails from you. So it's a little bit different, right? So um, the second way that you can collect those emails is through your social media. Um, I will stress with doing social media is tricky because it can come off as spammy. Like you're, you're saying like, Hey man, join my email list, blah, 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 all of this. Um, So the best way that I say to use social media um, to collect emails is make sure you give an incentive to join. Um, and that that incentive doesn't have to be like, um, you know, sign up and get free merch. I mean, even though that is helpful, that, that will build your list a little bit quicker than other things. Um, but it doesn't have to be anything that you monetizing. You know, you can put a value on other things like, hey, if you want some um, some knowledge you know, or you need some guidance, join my email list. Um, as long as you set those expectations up front, you're, you're, you're trying to be helpful. That's the number one thing. Be helpful. Um, do not try to sell. I repeat, do not try to sell. If you try to sell to get somebody to join your email list, I can almost guarantee that no one will join your email list. It's just not going to happen. It's it's not going to happen. They're going to see that and see right through it, and they're going to say, oh, no, I'm good. I'd rather for you to just spam me on social media and not spam me on my email, right? So that's just remember, social media can and will be tricky. You just have to figure out that, that the right formula um, to make that work. Like I say, change it up on each platform. Like for me, Twitter is kind of where I get my, you know, I get my quick thoughts out on Twitter, right? On Instagram, of course, it's pictures, but a lot of times I, I kind of, you know, go back and forth with the same things on Instagram and Twitter. However, on Facebook, for me, because Facebook started, I've been on Facebook since the inception of it when I was in college. Most of the people that I have on Facebook are, you know, closer relationships, I will say. You know, people that either knew me from college or, you know, maybe a couple of people that, you know, knew me from high school. Um, for the most part, those are relationships that that have been, you know, established for 5 plus years right it's not just like industry quote unquote relationships so for that i can be a little more personal i can i can say like hey man you guys have been rocking with me for a minute man like this you know the the voice the tone is a little bit different to, uh, my approach on how i you know, ask for things, uh, on Facebook. So keep that in mind, um, with your social media, your tone and, and, you know, your audience on those, because it's the platforms are completely different across the board. Um, how you are on Snapchat is completely different from how you, you know, you may be on Twitter. So keep that stuff in mind going forward. Um, but yeah, you, you definitely got to give some type of incentive on social media. It's, it's kind of hard to collect those email addresses, right? Their way. So the, the third way to collect is through your website. Um anybody that goes on straight out the den.com right now you'll see on the the, the uh, sidebar on the right-hand side you'll see um where you can subscribe to to our uh newsletter. Also if you open up a post, um you also see it there as well. You'll see um at the end of the post like hey if you like this or if you need some extra guidance, hey, join our email list blah 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 all of that stuff, right? So that that is pretty neat um i do suggest using an email service provider or esp um i use mailchimp um this is not an endorsement for mailchimp however if they do hear this and want to cut a check i would be grateful um but i use mailchimp and, and it's worked out for me there is a free option available up to a certain level of subscribers um and total amount of emails that you send out um during that period of time. But for the most part, you can get by, I believe it's up to 2,000 subscribers. So you can really get by um, there. And and at that point, once you reach over 2,000 subscribers, you should be um, at a point where you're selling something. So it's beneficial for you to go ahead and pay um, for the next level up on MailChimp. Um, So just keep that in mind. And and basically what an email service provider is, it, it allows you to, number one, Uh, see who's opening up your email right Uh, the thing about gmail and yahoo and all of the other email um, you know the traditional email um, providers that you may have is that you don't know who opened up your email if you're sending um, to multiple people on your list you don't know if they open your email or not the only way you will know if if they reply Um, and and so what an email service provider do is kind of cut out All of that guesswork for you, right? It's going to tell you, um, number one, um, if they open the email, it's going to tell you if they clicked, it's going to tell you where they clicked in the email and it's going to tell you um, even the times uh, that they open it and click. So you kind of have that information going forward. If you email 10 people and all 10 people open up your email approximately nine o'clock, you know, in between nine and twelve um, p.m., 9 a.m. and 12 p.m., then you know that you probably want to send all of your emails around that time. You don't want to send them late at night, right? Um, if you see that nobody's opening up your email at that time, then you resend that email again and send it at a different time or send a different email at a different time. You, email service providers allow you to, to test out different methods. You can test out subject lines. You can test from lines. You can test, um, open rates, all of those things. And, you know, they really make a difference once you figure out exactly um, who's opening up your email and who and who's interested in your email. But uh, the one thing that that's so important is that you have a qualified list. Right. I'll, I'll be the first to tell you when I first started, I didn't know anything about gathering emails, So I just did what everybody else normally do is like, hey, I've been blogging for about, you know, six months, I think at the time. And I'm just saying all these people that email me and they they do the uh, the cardinal sin in the world of email, they CC instead of BCC. Right. And so what they'll do is send an email to all of their contacts. All of their contacts and instead of putting them in the BCC or using the email service provider, because the email service provider, you can't see who else is being emailed, Um, They'll use whatever service that they're using Gmail, Yahoo, um, Hotmail, whatever. And they'll leave all of those email addresses in the CC field. And so what I did early on, which is a mistake, and and I'm going to go over some of the um, ways you shouldn't, um, what you shouldn't do to collect email addresses, but I do want to bring up this point while I'm thinking about it. Um, what I did was copy those email addresses into a file and now I have them. Right. But here's the thing about that. Yes, you'll have a a nice volume of, um, email addresses. Right. I think at, at one time I pulled maybe like 500 email addresses. Right. But here's the thing. I pulled 500 email addresses, but none of them know who I am. So me sending them an email, there's no incentive for them to open it up. And I was wondering like, man, I got all these email addresses, but nobody's clicking on anything. What's going on? And I found out that it's, it's because they don't know who I am. There, there's no reason for them to open up an email. To them, it's just spam. It's no different than me um, sending a, a Viagra um, email or you know Cialis or whatever um, email that that's coming in there, or me trying to get them to buy, you know, buy a fishing trip to Florida when they stay in Alaska. You know what I mean? It's it's no different than than any of those things because. For one, they don't know who I am and I didn't take the time out to build a rapport with them. So that's the problem. Right. That's the problem with collecting those emails. So while, while we're in there, I'm going to go over a few other um, what not to do, um, you know, when trying to collect email addresses. Right. So number one, don't buy a list is I know there's so many people out there that's, you know, telling you like, oh, man, I got these. These are clean email addresses. You can buy this list. Well, guess what? Buying that list is essentially the same thing. as just stealing those contacts um, through another email. You're going to be buying a list that's not really qualified right now. It may be one of those lists that those are people that are potential buyers that will eventually maybe open up your email once you build a reputation with them. But what's going to happen is that you're going to spend about six months spending your wills um, with the email list that you purchased and probably paid a, a nice little penny for. Um, So you're not going to be as quick to let that list go because you've spent money. So you're going to keep emailing, keep emailing, keep emailing. And you're going to notice that people are going to start, you know, they're going to start blacklisting you. They're going to they're going to start spamming you and and they're going to start unsubscribing, which is the one thing that you don't want to happen. And so once they unsubscribe, now you're building a bad reputation in the email world and. One thing about bad reputation in the email world is just saying um, if you have 500 subscribers and 300 of those 500 has, um, you know, set you up as spam, either clicked you as spam or unsubscribe from you, then what's going to happen is that every time you send out an email now is going to look like a bad email to those Um, providers like Gmail and all of that. There's some things that happen in the background that I really don't want to get into, but just know there's something called a blacklist, right? And with a blacklist, it's simply different filters out there that's looking for bad emails, looking for spam. And if you get on one of these filters and they catch hold of a bad email, then um, it's hard for your email to actually get delivered into somebody's inbox so it'll automatically go to their spam account and once you get into that route then there there's problems you know you're 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 wondering hey man why am i not getting people to open emails because they're landing in spam and and it happened because you you didn't do the right things to get a qualified list so you know number one don't buy a list um like i said before do not copy email addresses from other emails that's a big no-no trust me I did it and it did not work. I'll tell you firsthand experience that it did not work for me. And I don't want you to go down that road and, and spin your wheels and try to figure out why it's not working. Um the other thing is taking someone's email address unknowingly, right? Um how how do you do this? Well it's it's simple. Uh if somebody else is at a show, you're you're around another artist and they're getting an email list and you look on their list and grab some emails. Well, doing that is not going to help you because that person knows that I didn't sign up for your email list. I signed up for this person's email list and they're going to automatically not pay your email any attention. All of those things... that you, you don't want to do it. They're, they're not going to do you any good. Honestly, you know, people will unsubscribe. They'll report you as spam and they'll never open your email. And, and yeah, honestly, it's all bad. It's all bad for you. Um, It's not going to work for you and you're just going to be stuck out there. Yeah. That's really what's going to happen. So um, just kind of to, to recap, you know, all of these things. And, and this is honestly, all of these are reasons why you should be collecting email addresses instead of trying to get that merch. I know Going to your shows and selling merch is so tempting because we're we're in a a space where you know at this point you're probably not making much money as far as performing you're probably performing for free um, and if you are getting paid you're probably just getting paid mostly you know uh, maybe fifty to a hundred dollars something like that nothing nothing substantial nothing that's gonna um, really be life changing for you. It's just really more so to put some money in your pocket um, for doing what you're doing. So the reason why I said it's so important to get these email addresses, man, is because you forever have that connection. Like we said before, it's a direct connection to your fans. You know, Um, it's going to build that solid rapport before you attempt to sell anything. And it's going to, it's going to erase that fear of abandonment, you know, And, and don't forget you can sell at any time. At any time. And, and I know that that may seem. It, it may not seem tangible, right? It may seem like something that's going to be so hard to to actually get there. But trust me, you can sell at any time once you build um, a solid product. Right. And so here here's one of those real live examples. Say that you you've been performing, you've hit that circuit, and you know you hit the ground running um you are starting to build that rapport if you've listened to our last couple of episodes you you've learned um that you you getting those fifty people at your show, so now you have promoters actually inviting you out to come perform at their shows. you're doing all of that work um and now you're there right, and you're trying to sell this merch, and you know. Well, hey, your friends have already bought all your, your merch, right? Your your closest of friends. So they're out. So now you're at the point of gaining new fans. So instead of hitting them with like, Hey man, I know you enjoyed the show, buy my T shirt, buy my album, here's a simple tactic that, that can help you. Um instead of trying to sell them the merch, come with them like this, like, Hey man, I know you enjoyed the show. I saw you right there, you know, in the front of the crowd. Um, and you're reciting all the lyrics, man. That's I I, I greatly appreciate all of that. Hey, if you don't mind, I'd like to get your email address, man, so I can stay in contact with you, let, let you know if I have a new show coming up um, in the area, let you know, you know, if I just got questions that I want to ask, you know, I, I know you guys are fans and you're listening to the music, I want to know what you think, man, so like, honestly, this is the best way for me to contact you, is it okay that, you know, I get your email address, boom, so at that point you did three things right the first thing you did was a soft sell believe it or not you didn't you didn't push up on them hard because what you did was actually broke the barrier you you with the soft sell what what that is doing is you're basically setting up something else. You're not trying to sell merch. You're you're really selling yourself at this point. And once you sell yourself and, and get that email address, now you you're like I said before, you you're getting your foot in the door. So you, you soft sold them and you got the email address. You built a, a a started a relationship because now they're looking at you like, man, this dude is not like the rest of you know the performers. A lot of performers are going to go to these shows, they're going to perform, they're going to perform their heart out and put on great shows, and then they're going to leave. They're not going to network with other artists, they're not going to network with the fans, they're not going to do any of that. A lot of artists are so, they're they're so happy with just performing. They just want to get to the point where they're performing their music in front of people that they forget to do the simple things. And, you know, the performance is the hardest part. Once you get out of that performance, like, forget about that. Now you got to get out here and and actually connect with the people. They want to talk to you. If they if you're making good music and they're coming to see your shows and these people want to talk to you, you do yourself a disservice by not talking with them. Yeah, the hand apps. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get off stage. Dap them up. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, man. Thanks. All that. That's cool. That doesn't set you apart from the next man, because I guarantee the next person they get off stage is going to do the exact same thing. What's going to really set you apart is sitting there, taking 30 minutes to an hour after your show and literally talking to the people that showed up there. You know, don't be disrespectful to the other artists that are performing, you know, rock with the other artists when they're performing but take the time out to talk to the people who are there to see you because i guarantee if you can walk out of that building with five to ten email addresses each time you perform then you really win because that's going to be five to ten people that you have a direct connection with that are never going to forget that moment they're never going to forget that one of their favorite artists got off stage and talked to them. Now, trust me, it's going to get to a point where you can't do this kind of groundwork. So do it now. You know, if, if, you, if you plan to be as big as you want to be, then you're not going to be able to do this. So do it now. Build that solid foundation. That that solid foundation is the difference between falling off in five years and stay touring in five years. I repeat, building that solid foundation now is the difference between falling off in five years and being able to go and tour in five years from now you have artists right now that have great records big records but they didn't take the time to build a solid foundation all they did was had a record and once that record died down and people forgot about you there were no more calls to come in and, and hang out on the road there were no more calls to for endorsements or anything like that but if you build that solid foundation and build a solid email a, a qualified email list don't worry about the quantity qualified. These are people that really rock with you and really enjoy what you're doing. If you take the time out to build that list, then what's going to happen is that you're going to be able to five years from now have five years of relationships with those people. And you're going to be able to like when the world doesn't know what's going on with you as far as like with big records and anything like that. Well, you can email Jordan all the way down in in Florida and say like, Hey man, I'm going to be in Tampa. Are you, are you, are you still in Tampa? You know? Oh yeah, man. I'm still down in Tampa. Like, Hey, I'm going to be down there. Do you know any people that'll be well, you know, willing to see me? Do you know what that means to somebody as a fan when their artists ask them, do you know anybody the first thing they're going to do is go out and try to find somebody that's going to want to see you. They'll do the work for you. They'll go out and do all the promotion for you. And all you did was ask a simple question because you built a relationship with them three or four years ago. Now they're going to ride with you forever. The same thing if you're up in New York, Now you can go anywhere, but the the key is knowing where your fans are. And if you, collect those email addresses and do the the right things early, then you're doing this. This is a rinse and repeat process. You got to do this at every show. I don't care if you're performing locally, every show you should be getting at least five to 10 email addresses. That's it. That's a small number. That's something that you can easily do. You can do that and talk to 20 people and get that. Because most most people are going to be willing to give you an email address. Now, whether or not they give you the real email address is going to totally depend on you. And if you're convincing enough, but you can get those email addresses from people. But you have to go and make sure that you do that. I I, I challenge any artist that's listening to this to never perform again without getting an email address. Don't worry about selling those CDs and selling those T-shirts that that time will come. You'll, You'll get that opportunity because if you really just sit back and look at it, right? If you really just be honest with yourself and look at it, how many CDs have you sold? How many T-shirts have you sold at this point? And just be honest with yourself. Like this here is not like a, it's not about putting on a facade. Um, I know that 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 happens a lot in this industry, but this is about being honest with yourself and where you are in your artistry, right? If you're at the point right now where you're not, if you're selling like, you know, maybe a CD a week and you might be selling, you know, three or four T-shirts a month. I'm not I'm not saying stop doing that. That's that's great. That's still income that's coming in. People are interested in you. But if you take the time out to set up your 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 relationships the correct way and and build a strong email list, then I guarantee that that number is going to double next month. And then after that, it's going to double. It's going to keep going up because you took the time out to build a relationship as opposed to selling to people without having a relationship. It's just not going to work. You'll get a few stragglers. You'll get a few people that are excited just to be in your presence and want to buy something. Those are your super fans. And what you should be doing is when you sell to them, Make sure that you get their email address so you can contact them and email them on on a regular basis and let them know that, hey, you're appreciative of all the things that they've done and the merch that they bought, all of that. That's that's good. You know, don't take that part for granted, but make sure that you're still establishing that relationship so those people don't feel abandoned after they purchase something from you. So, you know, um, this year is going to be a short podcast. I think that that information um, is something that you can sit with. And it really helped. I'm going to recap, you know, real quick. But before I go to the recap, I do want to tell you guys again about Lander. Um, Lander is based in Montreal, Canada, and they're the world's first intelligent drag and drop instant mastering service. So for those that may be asking, like, hey, that sounds very technical. What exactly is that? Mastering is simply the process that makes your music sound great on every platform. Right. So whether you listen to music in your laptop, your headphones, in your car, um, in your home stereo, um, anywhere, it's gonna sound virtually the same um, everywhere if it's mastered and mastered properly, right? So that's a step that a lot of people, because um, you're in the you know independent stage or early stages of your career, a lot of people choose to skip that process. And I just want to say, don't skip it. You know, um, I know it's it, and the reason why I skip a lot of times because it's one of the most expensive parts of the process, right? It's something that everybody can't do. Um, you have people that may know a little bit about mastering, but I guarantee it's not going to sound as professional as somebody that's doing it professionally every day. Um, and so it, it's a very expensive process. So um, wh- what I ask you guys to do is just for being a listen to today's podcast is just go go to landr.com. That's l-a-n-d-r.com slash promo slash s o d. d you go there you're gonna get a free trial it's two free m p threes right so all you gotta do is is literally upload your master version um and the, if you look around the site they do give you some some tips um to kind of help you have the best master as possible right the best mix so um try, try- to follow those steps as good as you can you know um but you're gonna upload uh, your 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 mix And from there, you're going to get two free MP3s of your master. It's a very simple process. I I, I kid you not, it doesn't take long. It does depend on your internet speed. But if you have the, you know, um, internet speed like most people, then it shouldn't take you no more than like, you know, five to ten minutes to do this whole process. Um, And if you have faster internet, of course, it's going to take a shorter time than that. Um, But, you know, try it out and let me know what you think. Go to, once again, it's Lander.com. That's L-A-N-D-R dot com slash promo slash S-O-D-D. Go there, check it out. Feel free to tweet me. Let me know what you think. Um, Feel free to tweet Lander. They would love to uh, know that you guys are listening to the podcast. Um, Like, you know, hey, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. We're giving you this free content every week, and it does cost me to to, to generate this content. Um, And so for us to continue going... Uh, we do need your support. So, you know, check it out, go to it's some free, you know, and if you enjoy the service, you, you know, it's very affordable. Um, it's not super expensive. And if you compare it to how much mastering does cost us to do one song, then it's worth your, your monthly membership. Um, so definitely check it out, try it out and let me know what you think. Um, you know, but like I said before, you know, talking about why you should get emails instead of selling merch initially. Right. Um, Like I said, the goal is to sell your merch, but you got to get those email addresses before doing so. Uh, so just to recap, why collect those emails first? It builds a direct connection with your fans. It's a solid report, builds a solid report before you even attempt to sell anything, gets rid of that fear of abandonment, abandonment, excuse me. And you can sell at any time once you have those email addresses, right? Um, How you want to collect those email addresses, make sure you do so at a live show. You can either take the walking around method or you can set up a table, whichever one is more comfortable with you. Um, You can do it with social media. Just make sure that you're given an incentive to join. Uh, Make sure you're being helpful and do not, I repeat, do not try to sell um, when trying to gather emails via social media. Um, The other thing is through your website. You can use uh, different tools. Um, I use MailChimp and I also use something called MailMunch. Um, it's a plugin that I use that actually uh, collect those email addresses for me and integrates it to uh, MailChimp. It's very simple uh, to set up. You can check those out as well. Um, and make sure you use that email service provider. It It is helpful. It's better than just sending emails through Gmail or uh, Yahoo or um, Hotmail. Um, email service provider, there are a couple out there. I do use MailChimp. Um, there is also like FanBridge or Me or something like that that you can use. Just check them out. Go to email service providers, um, type them in, in, in Google and, and you'll see a list of them that comes up. Um, and also just remember when collecting those emails, make sure you do not buy a list. I repeat, do not buy a list. Do not copy email addresses from other emails. Do not take anybody email uh, unknowingly. All of those methods will eventually hurt you. They're not good. People will unsubscribe. They're going to report you as spam, which you definitely don't want that to happen. And they're never going to open the emails. And it's just all bad for you. So just remember those, man. Like I said, it's a short email today. Um, once again, this is the Straight out the Damn Podcast. I do appreciate you guys for rocking with us. It's been three years, man. We've been going and we switched up the podcast. So some of you guys who used to listen a long time ago, you noticed that the format completely changed. We had to change to make this thing better. This way is working. Um, we do have the interviews uh, with artists that come through periodically. There's no interview today. This is simply just uh, me talking to you guys and drinking on a green smoothie. I'm back on my smoothie kick. Right now, this here is Kel and Peach, um, and um, uh, what else is in here? Kel, Peach... And I feel like I have something else in here. I can't remember what else I put in here. Oh, mango. Sorry about that. And mango. So that's that's what I'm on right now, drinking a green smoothie and talking with you guys. Um, and, hey, you know, we're, we're open to anything. So, look, if you have a question, is there, if there's a topic that I haven't discussed that you feel the need um, and that should be discussed, the easiest way to do that is you can either contact me via social media. Everything is straight out to den. S-T-R, the number 8-O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. I prefer if you send those questions to podcast at straight out the That's the easiest way I have them. They're uniform to see. I can, I can simply contact you guys right back. Um, I can keep them organized. It's better for me that way. Um, So yeah, if you have any questions, feel free to ask me. I'm I'm an open book. If I don't have the answer, I guarantee I will research it for you and get an answer for you. Um, But yeah, um, other than that, I think that's it. You know, Um, I will be back next week um, and and we may go into a little bit more in depth on on the emails. I'm not just sure just yet. I don't have one planned for next week, but hey, here's your opportunity to plan the one for me. So look, go to podcast at straightouttheden.com. Send me an email on a topic that you want to discuss. If you get it to me earlier in the week, I guarantee I'll be able to um uh, either answer your question on the podcast or turn it in. If it's a good enough question, we'll turn it to a whole podcast. So um, but I need those as soon as possible. So if you're hearing this right now, go ahead and, and type in that question and, and send it over. i would love to hear from you. Um, by all means, if you guys are listening to this podcast, please. I, I can't stress it enough. Um subscribe on iTunes. I know it may not seem like a whole lot to do, but it does make a huge difference um, with the with the rankings. Um, it puts us in a different space where we're able, number one, we're able to reach more people. Um, and, and if we can reach more people, then more people can get this message that we're trying to give out. And um, I, I'm just trying to help people every day, you know, um, with stuff that I've learned either personally or through um, industry friends or, you know, just being a fly on the wall and learning. I just want to share that knowledge with you guys. So, you know, by all means, subscribe on iTunes. And if you are already subscribed on iTunes, please rate and review the podcast. Um, it doesn't take long. I swear to you, it's, it's a two minute process. Just rate it. Give us a couple of stars, you know, give us five stars if you, if you really love the podcast, but take the time out to review it and just leave a review. We would love to uh, hear from you guys. And I'll actually um, be sure to read some of those out. Um, if if you if you want us to you know um, I'm definitely open to feedback I know that we're not the best at what we're doing but we are trying to provide you guys with quality content so if we can be doing something better that's the chance where you can let us know leave a review and tell us so um, like I always say man that's it for for today Um, but look if you have a dream pray on that dream research that dream and work until that dream becomes a reality and with that being said I'm Jay good straight out the den This is the Straight Out the Damn podcast. We're out. See you next week.